0: Welcome to the Brainy SLP Podcast. My name is Danielle Kent, and I'm a multi-passionate mom, wife, and SLP entrepreneur, wild about equipping parents and professionals to support problem-solving skills from a neurodiversity and inclusion-focused perspective. I am incredibly wild about teaching everyone who listens to really teach, coach, and model self-regulation, or executive functioning skills for all learners. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 16 of the Brainy SLP podcast. Today, I am very excited to give you a quick bite of the analogy that I use in talking about executive function skills. So keep in mind, today's episode is going to be very short it's meant to give you a bite-sized chunk of how I usually describe and talk about executive function skills. I think this analogy came about because sometimes when people hear executive functioning or hear the term executive function skills, they know it's connected to the brain. And there tends to be this feeling of, ah, overwhelm. I don't know if I can process what that means. Those of you who know executive functions, who are in the fields, you know and have probably begun to describe it in many ways. But for people who are outside of our fields, describing it can sometimes be really challenging. Um, And I found the Center for the Developing Child at Harvard has amazing videos and resources that I will often use to talk about executive function skills in a way that is really accessible. So if you're looking for really accessible handouts, go check out their website. Um, They have amazing videos, amazing PDFs, highly recommend. Uh, Anyways, let's talk about how I usually define EFs in terms of the GPS analogy. So first of all, What are executive function skills? Well, the way that George McCloskey talks about them, and George McCloskey is a prominent researcher in the field, he defines them as a set of coordinated skills, so they work together to support us as humans to act in a focused, regulated, and goal-directed way. He also talks about there being multiple levels of executive function skills. And if you want to know more about that, go ahead and take a listen back to episode 13, where I talk a little bit more about that. He also describes that executive function skills, as we talk about them, for the skills that are commonly associated for everyday performance, those are also what we call self-regulation skills. So one of the real key shifts I've done recently over the last several several years is shifting how I define self-regulation. That self-regulation is really the combination of energy regulation plus executive function skills. Or even if we wanted to put it under, executive function skills oftentimes includes energy regulation. But sometimes people benefit from splitting them out and thinking about them separately because sometimes in order to be able to access and learn, that energy regulation component comes first. Remember, energy regulation includes capacities like physiological regulation, which includes interoception, sensory regulation, and more. Executive function skills that are really important. Include skills like planning and prioritization, organization, metacognition, flexibility, and more. So that's the overview, broad diagnosis, but just reminding you that executive function skills are self-regulation skills. So be mindful of that. Whenever you're talking about self-regulation or making self-regulation goals, I want you to be thinking about the close connection and really the interchange between the two, how they're interchangeable. Now let's get to the heart of this GPS analogy, shall we? So the analogy of the GPS that I typically describe to teams is when we, our brains are developing, when we're little, typically our GPS is one of the very early emerging models. (laughs) So when we set the destination, it is pretty much set on that destination. And if we take any route off course, it's going to take a long time to reroute because the GPS has not developed fully. So the ability to to kind of reroute and make plans like the GPS does is similar to our brain. It's what allows us to make a plan to get to somewhere or to do something. It's what allows us to reroute in case something pops up suddenly unexpected. It requires us to be organized. The GPS has to know where everything is and has to have a system for where everything is. Remembering how I define organization really is systems. So organization does not mean clean. (laughs) That's really important. (laughs) That's a really important discrepancy for me because I work with a lot of teenagers who they often have grown up to believe organization to mean clean. And my rule of organization is, do you have a consistent system for your things? That's that's how I describe organization. Systems. It always comes down to systems. (laughs) So that GPS analogy. So if we think about the GPS analogy, the level of empathy we can have can often increase twofold. We can be thinking about how hard it must be when plans change last minute, when things are rerouted, when things change, and suddenly the student has to reroute and try and formulate a different plan. Well, if the brain hasn't quite developed that capacity yet, that can be really overwhelming. Or maybe if the brain can't imagine a different way, that can be really overwhelming this is why teaching those skills are so important. So I think sometimes there's this belief that some of these executive function skills like planning and prioritization are acquired by all learners through observation and trying them out. And that just simply isn't true. Some of our learners need explicit teaching and coaching on how to do this skill. The stop and read the room skill from the framework from Sarah Ward and Kristen Jacobson is an amazing one that I use with almost all my learners. Stop and read the room, space, time, objects, people. Being able to create that mental imagery, it's amazing. I also typically will sometimes um, talk about planning and play as the four steps. Scan the room, what do you want to play with? Scan the room, who do you want to play with? Scan the room, where do you want to play? And then initiate the dialogue for play. So breaking things down into systems. So remember, the key part here is that we want to really give tools for the brain toolbox to build up a student's GPS to become more wired and to have the greater ability to reroute or to plan if something doesn't go the way they thought that would. Remember, I said today was gonna be a nice short episode. So I hope you take this bite-sized chunk, enjoy, and I'll be back next time with a little bit more follow-up. Have an amazing day. Before you go, I have some very exciting news. The TPS curriculum is live. I am so excited it's finally here. This curriculum is based on the five pillars of celebrating neurodiversity, empowering and teaching about all types of communication, teaching different strategies for play and celebrating all play, teaching and coaching on problem solving skills, and empowering theory of own mind and perspective taking. To sign up for the curriculum, you can go to danielkent.com slash curriculum details. That's danielkent.com slash curriculum dash details. I'll also put this link in the show notes. You can try the curriculum out for free for 10 days, and then you become part of the amazing beta crew. You will have access for this curriculum until August 31st to be part of the beta crew to provide feedback, ideas, and get support from other professionals. At that time, your cost will stay the same, but those who join after that point, the cost will go up to $14.99 a month. I hope you come join me to be part of the amazing beta crew for the Teaching Problem Solvers curriculum. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Brainy SLP Podcast, where we celebrate neurodiversity and bring awareness to the fact that all brains are awesome. I hope you loved today's episode. If you would like to leave any feedback, please feel free to find me on Instagram at MissDanielKent, Or send me an email, danielle at daniellekent.com. I hope you have an amazing day. And as always, please take the best care of you.